24 7 365 we're like we're like every second of the day we are always you know in scorpio season even me just (sighs) breathing like i'm breathing again like that like right there like right there that's that's a that's a whole oh scorpio season is done don't fool yourself we're still in scorpio season yes it's sad season right now don't ever get it twisted Ashe etise namaste and how you day shine on this grand Monday rising. Welcome to the show. I'm Nirvana, your host, astrologer, and you are now on the Pluto Shine Frequency, tuned into the number one astrology and philosophy podcast for your average, supernatural, tribal, modern, or mystic melanated brother. What's good, netizens? What is Gucci? How was your weekend? My weekend is fantastic. Uh, well, it's not really over yet because I'm technically recording this episode on on Sunday, and you're hearing it on Monday. So my weekend so far is so good. Um, I hopefully your weekend was amazing. I have a jam packed episode for you guys today. It's the end of the month. We made it. We made it past november in this crazy month past the craziest scorpio season um it is now sagittarius season and i guess this episode is a little bit of a, of a recap of what happened earlier this month um but we'll get we'll get into that so if this is your first episode i want to thank you for listening in and i hope your week is is full of wealth and abundance in all forms But without further ado, in today's episode, I want to talk about why Scorpio season technically never ends. (laughs) Um, Yes, you've seen the title. You're probably thinking like, yo, Nirvana, you're crazy. Like, what do you mean Scorpio season never ends? You're just saying that because you're a Scorpio and you you just think your sign is the best. No, like this is some real shit, you guys. Like this is this is some shit that needs to be talked about. Because Scorpio, whether you like it or not, we are the most powerful sign of the Zodiac. And so our season, whatever happens in our season, that energy lingers, bro. Like it's it's a powerful energy. And so I want to talk about that today as well as what the fuck was going on with, with Astroworld earlier this month. Like there's so much astrology associated with it that... I was taking a look at it and I'm like, yo, I have to do a podcast episode on this because this is this is just crazy. And so we're going to talk about that as well. When looking at different aspects of astrology, you can look at so many different things. You can look at the modalities, you can look at the elements, you can look at you know the planets that rule the actual the sign. You can look at the sign itself, you can look at the houses. Um, you could look at the phase of the moon and and all, you could look at so many different things, right? And when you first think about the sign of Scorpio, one of the first things that I think about is cycle or cycles. I think of I think of energy and life force 
Scorpio is the sign that is the alchemist in astrology. It's all about merging energies and taking an energy and transforming it into something completely different. And that's where you get the whole death and rebirth kind of thing. So I think about cycles. And in life, you know, it never life never stops. You know, we're in this continue whatever this is, we're in this continuous cycle of life of of going to sleep, waking up and going to our jobs and you know, meeting people, going on dates, breaking up, getting married, getting divorced. Like there's always this continuous cycle of life until we, you know, die and transition and then experience whatever is after that, right? And that is Scorpionic energy. That is the eighth house. Um, Scorpio energy, Scorpio rules the chakras and the chakra centers in the body and energy itself, life force itself. And the Scorpio energy signature is very similar to the eighth house. The eighth house is all about death, rebirth, transformation, um, taxes, other people's resources, other people's finances, sex. Um, one of the interesting things about the eighth house is that it comes right after the seventh house. So the seventh house is relationships. It's when you form that relationship, whether it be platonic and it's just business or it's an actual marriage between two people. And then what comes after the seventh house is the eighth house, the merging, um, becoming that, that those two people becoming one or that, that agreement or that partnership or that union becoming a union. You know, it's it's the becoming of the of a union in the eighth house. When you really look at it, we do this every day. You know, we do this with the most mundane of things, mundane of items and people, people, places and things we're always interacting with. And we're always having experiences that transform us and um, interacting with people that we transform you know it's the flow of life it's a cycle like i was saying earlier and the main energy of scorpio is water right above everything above even mars pluto the main energy is water water is always in constant flow it's always in constant flow it's always taking on different forms different shapes um it's always creating. It's it's a creative energy. It's always creating. And this is one of the reasons why Scorpio season technically doesn't end. It just gets transformed into a different season. Um, same thing, different face. <laughs> but everything leads back to that eighth house. Um, everything leads back to that Scorpionic energy of death and rebirth. Um of that life force energy. So one of the things I mentioned earlier was sex. And sex is not just, you know, the physical act of two people having sex. Like, 
sex is literally us merging with some our energy merging with something else to create something now we are all creators right and you know when you're creating this is this is why some people have such euphoria when doing things other than sex that brings them a lot of pleasure because sex is not just the actual physical act of you and another woman or another man or another human it's way beyond that it's that it's that euphoria that you feel when you're creating something it's you merging your energy putting your focus and merging your energy um, into something and creating something from that right like channeling your energy basically I don't know, some of you guys might think like I'm crazy for saying or for giving you that, you know, perspective, but that's really an outer perspective on what sexual energy is. It's two polarities coming together and creating a whole and merging and, and creating a whole new energy um, when you really look at it. You know what I mean? Yes, there's the, the, the surface level way of looking at it, which is like, you know, sex, like having sex, but it goes way deeper than that you know and then from the byproduct of sex is the creation which then goes on to creating and then the cycle continues right so in that way is kind of like scorpio season if you look at the eighth house the number eight itself you know kick that motherfucker down <laughs> like you get the infinity symbol and it's a loop it's a, it's a, a cycle and when you look at astrology or you know you look at someone's uh someone's natal chart birth chart um the zodiac wheel itself is what i'm saying the zodiac wheel itself is what a circle you know symbolic of it being a cycle so technically you know, whatever cycle, whatever uh, season, excuse me, whatever season that, whatever season we're in, the overall, you know, cycle of what's happening is still technically scorpionic energy. So we're technically Scorpio season never truly ends because the very, the very fact that we're going into a new cycle only to return to Scorpio season once again is scorpionic in nature. So... I mean, it is what it is. Like our 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 sign is just it's just that's. I'm, I hate to break the news to you, but you know. So yeah, bro. Hopefully that gave you a little bit of a different perspective on Scorpio season and Scorpionic energy, and you know why. Technically, like it's it's always with us. Like we're always twenty four seven, three sixty five. We're like we're like. Every second of the day, we are always, you know, in Scorpio season. Even me just <sighs> breathing, like I'm breathing again, like that, like right there, like right there. That's that's a that's a whole Scorpionic energy. Like you're you're something is dying, and then something is being reborn. You know, cycles. So it's a constant. It's a constant flow. You know um even 
you know, me going to sleep later on tonight and, you know, having waking up the next morning, having source breathe life into me tomorrow morning. Um, Scorpio season. So don't fool, don't fool yourself if you think that, oh, Scorpio season is done. Don't fool yourself. We're still in Scorpio season. Yes, it's Sag season right now. Shout out to all the Sages. Um, but we're still in Scorpio season, so don't ever get it twisted. You know what I mean? They're like don't 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 ever think that you can escape the cycle, you know, of of Scorpios and of Scorpio season. But yeah, that was just something to stimulate your mind on this good Monday rising. Um so speaking of Scorpio season. This astral world scenario and situation, you know, with the the crowd crush is just crazy, and it happened in Scorpio season too. Um, a lot of a lot of symbolic things going on with this situation, um, and because it was something so massive, I, I definitely wanted to uh, to see. Whenever stuff like this happens, I I immediately just like try and pull up the chart and see what was what's in the astrology and see what I can pick out and stuff so disclaimer this is not a podcast reporting on news or celebrities I actually don't care about those things I just like to pick apart things that make seismic effects (laughs) in our world and um like see how the astrology relates to it if at all uh, which most times it does, but yeah, I just find it fascinating, especially for any like huge global events. So this is not a podcast bashing, uh, bashing Travis or anyone or you know blaming or Live Nation or whatever. I simply just wanted want to see what the astrology was doing um, that resulted in all that's happening now with the situation. So first off. What the fuck is Astroworld? Like, I had to actually hold on. So I, I have the I have some information here. Um, Astroworld Festival Crowd Crush. Okay, so this happened on November fifth at the very beginning of Scorpio season. November fifth, um, on November fifth, twenty twenty one, a crowd crush occurred during the first night of the Astroworld Festival, a music event founded by american rapper travis scott the event was held at nrg park in houston texas 10 people died eight on the night of the concert and two more in hospital over the following days the causes of death are under investigation 25 people were hospitalized and more than 300 people were treated for injuries at the festival's field hospital Multiple concert goers documented the incident, posting videos and recounting their experiences on social media, which we'll get into as well. I have a news clip showing a little bit of of what happened. Um, So you'll be able to see that if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. Um, So yeah, this was an event that was founded in 2018. And it was taking the name of Travis Scott's third album, I guess, called uh, Astroworld. Interesting. So that's basically what 
astral world astral world <laughs> i don't know i can't say that word astral world that's basically what astral world is um and there's a bunch of information here on the wikipedia and so there's a lot of like lawsuits i guess that's happening with the scenario um so immediately one of the things that i noticed about the chart when i pulled it up and i'll show it in just a moment here was that there's a lot of eighth house energy happening there's a lot of eighth house and we talked about the eighth house earlier in this podcast episode we talked about the a cat the <laughs> we talked about the the eighth house um signifying things like death rebirth um other people's finances um and things of that nature so there's a, there's some active litigations um it says here um another suit by attorney tony busby was reported on november 16th representing more than 112 uh, 125 fans including the family of a victim who died which sought 750 million in damages um, another lawsuit filed by attorney Thomas J. Henry um, on November 18th, 2021, on behalf of 282 victims of the concert. Um, and they sought $2 billion in damages. That is crazy. So before we get into the astrology, check out this short news clip from the incident. Good evening, I'm Jamie Yukis. Adriana Diaz is off. Tonight, police in Houston are investigating a deadly crush at a music festival. At least 50,000 fans were there to hear rapper Travis Scott when chaos in the crowd turned to panic. At least eight people were killed and many more injured. One concert goer called it hell. In a statement posted on Twitter, Scott said he's devastated by the deaths and that investigators have his total support. CBS's Lilia Luciano is in Houston tonight with the very latest. Lilia? Jamie, authorities say this is now a criminal investigation involving both the narcotics and the homicide divisions, with the mayor adding that Houston has never experienced anything of this magnitude. Death and disaster in Houston last night at Travis Scott's sold-out music festival. 50,000 fans were in attendance. We had to walk over people's bodies. Panic rippled through the crowd, causing many to surge toward the stage. Emergency crews struggled to deliver help. The hip-hop star stopped performing several times during the show, seeing the situation was increasingly dangerous. We need somebody to help him. Somebody passed out right here. Witnesses say what happened next was horrifying. People were so packed, they passed out. Some suffered cardiac arrest. Everyone's just going down, people were getting trampled. The chaos unfolded after 9 p.m., but there were early signs of trouble as amped up fans rushed past ticket checkpoints. Tonight, police say they have not determined what caused the deadly chaos, but investigators are aware of rumors that people were injecting some of the crowd with drugs. We do have a report of a security officer. He was reaching over to uh, restrain or grab a citizen, and he felt a prick in his neck. When he was examined, he went unconscious. They administered Narcan. 
Officials say multiple people were treated with Narcan, which is a spray that's used to treat overdoses. Now autopsies are being conducted on the eight victims, of which the youngest was 14 years old. Jamie. So many questions. Lilia Luciano, thank you. Yikes. So, all right, let's get into who the, that's, that's heavy. Especially me being like a, an artist and a, and a performer. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot when, when you're performing and, you know, like your fans get hurt or something. I can only imagine like what he's, what he's kind of going through. That's, that's a lot, to be honest. Um, a lot of people have so many narratives about it and, um, yeah, but so I read a little bit of the actual Wikipedia page that has the information on it, but I actually pulled up the chart like a little, like I think I pulled up the chart maybe like a couple of weeks ago. Um, and the time that it was giving me was 9 p.m. based off an article that I was reading at the time. So I just went ahead and pulled up a chart for 9 p.m. in Houston, Texas on the day of the event. Um, apparently the event though actually happened around 9, 9.06 p.m. But um, yeah, it's, it's cool, same, same diff. So off the bat, what I noticed, like I was saying, is that there was a lot of eighth house energy we know what the eighth house represents. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sound redundant. Um, there's also a lot of twelfth house energy when it comes to hospitalization, um, injuries, narcotics, and drugs. Or at least that's how the mainstream media is trying to present it, right? With like, oh, you know, people were taking drugs and stuff, which is a twelfth house signification you know, drugs and, and poisons and all that sort of stuff. Um, another signification of the 12th house is spirituality. And a lot of people on the internet were saying, you know, was this like some sort of ritual or was this a sacrifice? The 12th house has huge significations of martyrdom, sacrifice, um, endings, you know, deaths even though the eighth house is more deaths, but the 12th house does have that signification as well uh, for, for deaths. And so when we break down the chart of this event, you know, this is the chart for the actual event, like the, the moment that it happened, well, six minutes before <laughs> it actually happened. The ruler of this chart is Mercury. Um, and because the, the ascendant is in Gemini, so the ruler of the chart is is. Mercury. So the Ascendant and Mercury and Gemini, they're not really in the best aspects for one. You have Venus in opposition to the Ascendant, Venus ruling arts and, you know, talents and singing and, you know, fun, pleasures, concerts, that kind of thing. That's in opposition to the Ascendant. So you have Mercury and the Ascendant um they're in some aspects that are not i don't i don't really i don't i wouldn't really say that they're positive um i mean you have mercury trying the ascendant and you have uh jupiter trying the ascendant but i think all that this did was just really make it more of a well-known incident you know 
an incident that a lot of people are talking about. It didn't necessarily make it um, make the actual event a good event, in my opinion, of how the astrology played out. And then you have, you know, you have Venus in opposition to the ascendant, which is not really good. And you have Neptune squaring the ascendant. You know, Neptune is confusion, fog. You know, that's why there's so many different narratives um, with what actually happened. You know, people at the event are saying this, and then the news reporters are saying drugs and stuff. Yeah, Venus in the eighth house. So this is, this is, uh, now we get down to, what's really, really going on. We look at what the event is, right? The event is a music concert. It's a music event. Venus would be something that is very important to look at for anything concerning music, as well as like the sun. I would say the sun, Jupiter, and Venus are like the three things that you would look at when it comes to really looking at music and anything art artistic or creative in nature. Venus is in the eighth house. Venus is in the eighth house and Venus is in Capricorn. So it's not the warmest, well-dignified Venus sign. Um, and it's also making a sign-based conjunction to Pluto and um, in Capricorn. And this brings more of an intense hue to eighth house topics of death, um, of other people's resources, of lawsuits. It brings an intensification of these things. Um, it brings a darker art, you know? It's more, it's darker, it's more occultish, you know? And interestingly enough, the reports, um, initially when, the, when, the, when everything kind of, when shit hit the fan, the reports were saying that eight people suffered casualties. And that number eight kept on repairing. And, it, and it's so interesting because the eighth house, you know, in this chart has Pluto in it um, and, and Venus in it. So it's just like everything to do with art, artistic, um, every, every, anything to do with art was just intensified in a more darker hue. Um, in, a, in a more intense hue. And unfortunately, in this case, it wasn't very positive, right? Um, so what else is going on in this chart? Uh, Neptune is squaring the ascendant. So Neptune in the 10th house, which is the public perception of the event, um, strong in Pisces, is squaring the ascendant, which is like the start of the event, you know, the, the event itself. And it's squaring um, the ascendant in Gemini, which is the facts and the the conversation around what happened at the event. Um, with Neptune squares, it's really it's really easy. There's an energy here that's that makes it really easy to lie or spread false information or to have misinformation. Um, and it's so interesting that that's what we're seeing with this event. Um, so I also wanted to look at Live Nation's chart, um, and Live Nation, I pulled it up, Live Nation was founded on January the 25th, uh, 2010, in Beverly Hills, so I pulled it up, 
And yeah, in this chart, it's it's really interesting that Pluto is in Capricorn and Pluto in Capricorn is making a sign-based conjunction to the Pluto in the astral world's chart. Um, and, and it's very, very close to Venus um, in the astral world's chart as well. So that is bringing, that is just intensifying all things concerning art. Like I said, it's just intensifying it. Um, going back to the astral world chart, um, Venus is also the ruler of the fifth house and the 12th house. The fifth house of fun, you know, um, play, entertainment, entertainers, joy, concert, and the 12th house of hospitals, hypnosis, um, spiritualism, even sacrifice, right? Which is why a lot of people were reporting um, there being like weird energy um, especially with sounds. I thought that was a really interesting, um, interesting thing that people were bringing up, you know, sounds. When you look at the 12th house, Uranus is in the 12th, and Uranus is in Taurus in the 12th house, and Taurus rules over the voice. Um, People were saying that there was like piercing death screams, crying out for help um, and that kind of thing. And what's interesting with the 12th house is that as we watched in the, in the video, if you're, if you're watching the YouTube version of the, of the podcast episode, you could see people going through um, the mouth of, I guess that's Travis Scott. <laughs> in order to like enter the venue, there's this huge face of Travis um, and you go through the mouth, you're going through the throat, you know, which Taurus rules over the voice, Taurus rules over the throat. Um, and with this 12th house energy, you know, crying out for help and, and, and that kind of thing, that goes unheard because the 12th house creates an energy of like confusion, oblivion, or like, like a mist, it's like a mist kind of comes over, um, so it's like your voice can't really be reached or you, you can't really reach anyone with your voice or it's like distorted almost. Um, so maybe on Travis's side, you know, he's thinking people are saying one thing, you know, are, are screaming one thing, maybe they're screaming in excitement and stuff. But in reality, you know, people are screaming to stop the show and, and people are really being hurt, you know, so that's that 12th house. It just makes everything interconnected where you can't even pick apart what's actually happening, ha happening, happening. Um, what's actually happening. It's almost like an oblivion of like, what the fuck is even going on right now? You know, there were people saying that, you know, you'd be stepping in stuff and there, you'd be stepping on bodies, you know, trying to, you'd, you'd look down and you'd realize you're actually stepping on a person you know, like, it's just so, it's such a disorienting experience. That's that 12th house energy right there, you know, and people being hospitalized, which is a 12th house signification, being hospitalized from that, you know. Um, also, the theme of Astral World is um, 
was like it was supposed to be like the a hell theme right a hellish theme i heard someone say i think it was lovely t um she was saying that someone was saying that the theme of astro world is supposed to be like a trip to hell right so um that's that was the theme of the event so i mean when you really look at things venus in the eighth house of death you know and rebirth and all that stuff and venus also ruling the 12th house of the unknown and the fifth house of performance this was the perfect chart to accomplish that like hellish theme you know what i mean it this is this is the perfect chart like if he came to me um and was just like oh you know i'm trying to create this event where it's just like you know, I want my fans to like experience like a trip to hell or something. This is, I, you need to look for a different astrologer, <laughs> first of all. But no, like this, this Venus in the eighth house, it's the perfect kind of theme, um, perfect kind, perfect kind of energy to invoke that theme perfectly is what I would say. Um, so that's really interesting. And then with that 12th house energy of, you know, literally entering a spiritual realm, you're, it's like you're going into a different, a different realm, you know, entering the throat, you know, which is that Taurus signification and that huge Travis head that you're entering the throat. It's like you're going into a different, you know, realm. And, you know, the fourth, the eighth and the 12th house all connect in some way. They're all the water houses. They're all the spiritual houses. And so that 12th house. And what makes that interesting is that the eighth house, you know, you go into that eighth house thinking that this is the show that you're, you know, you're going to be going into. And it's just like, the, you remember the eighth and the 12th house connect. And then at, at the end of it all, you know, it's this 12th house energy of what the fuck is happening. And unfortunately, people being hospitalized and lawsuits happening. Um, you know, another interesting thing to even note, just a side note, is that the United States is approaching its Pluto return. And so all this Pluto energy, it's just interesting that different states are like having this surge of Plutonic energy of like, whether it be, I mean, the whole world, right? But like, I mean, just with this event, you know, with Pluto being in the eighth house of Capricorn um, and also with live nation you know and live nation having a stellium of capricorn including pluto so it's having its pluto return and so is the united states so I just thought all of that was interesting. But yeah, that was my little breakdown of um, the World incident and, you know, all that happened there. Let me know if you guys want like a part two of me going more in depth with more of the spiritual side of things, because I, I, I just touched the surface. I didn't even really, there's so much astrology here that I can get into. And I definitely want to keep um, my eye on how this situation is unfolding, um, because I guess because this incident has a Scorpio sun and a Sagittarius moon, and I have a Scorpio sun and a Sagittarius moon. And so, I don't know, this, this situation is just pretty interesting to me. So if you guys would want a part two, you know, of this 
going more in depth into the more, you know, you know, you know, the, you know, <laughs> um, all that spiritual stuff that people were talking about. Um, definitely let me know. And yeah, we could, we could do a part two. Jeez, it's so dark outside. Like, speaking of scorpionic eighth house energy, I have to go outside now and um, run some errands and stuff. And it's so dark. And it's only like 5 p.m. But anyway, definitely follow me on all social media um, Nirvana HZ, N I R V A N H A I H Z. And you can also follow the official Men of Color astrology page that's oracle joe mocha o-r-a-a-h-i-k-o-j-o-m-o-c-a and yeah definitely follow for all you know podcast updates and all that sort of stuff and i will see you guys um on wednesday for another new episode of the pluto shine seismic effect this is your commander signing off godspeed